From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. I see some uh, some folks in the Cleveland area worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers potentially acquiring Justin Fields. So get the uh, get the rumor mill all fired up. We'll have uh, pitchers and catchers reporting tomorrow uh, for the Detroit Tigers with the first official workout scheduled for Thursday. For those guys together so that's uh you know baseball season right around the corner uh opening uh opening first pitch and opening day of training camp spring training will be on the 24th uh, of this month i think the first team workout is set for uh the 18th so it is uh exciting times for a team that finishes nine games back of minnesota and had riley green been healthy let's say riley green only missed 10 games last year uh, I think that that makes a a massive impact, uh, a massive impact on the on the rest of the club. All right, couple of a uh, couple of things here. Super Bowl Fifty Eight set a television ratings record with one hundred and twenty three point four million viewers. Game was televised on CBS, Nickelodeon, Univision, or Univision, and streamed on Paramount Plus as well as the NFL digital platforms. Whatever the hell that means, because. Anytime I try to watch anything on the NFL digital platforms, if you don't have a Paramount Plus account, you can't watch CBS's streaming services, which I've always argued with because it's like I'm already paying for cable. And so if I already pay for cable, when I go to the Fox Sports app, if I want to pull up, if it's a Saturday and Michigan's on the road and they tip off at noon and I want to be able to use my phone as a hotspot and grab my iPad and hook it to my golf cart arm thingy-majig, and I put that in there, like I should be able to, wa- like I can watch that game easily. I go to the Fox Sports app and I click it, and then you watch all the games on Fox, FS1, or Big Ten Network. Same with ESPN. If I want to watch a game on the ESPN family of networks, it's easy. I open up the app, I click it, boom, because I already have cable. NBC, same exact way. I have cable, so I can pull up the app and watch a game on NBC. CBS is trying, they put the squeeze on us, us the consumer, so they can afford to pay Tony Romo, what, $180 million over 10 years or whatever that stupid contract is. I mean, that was, that. I'm still, that broadcast, oh my goodness. That was probably, and look, like Jim Nance is fine. I like him better on golf than I do on football. Um, that combination just doesn't work. You could tell those two don't like each other. Uh, they don't have much of a relationship. Like that's it. It comes through the television. You could see it. And for me, it's just like what? What are we? What? What are we doing here? But anyways, Nielsen also said that two hundred and two point four million watched at least a part of the game across all the networks. All the networks. A ten percent jump over last year's figure of one hundred and eighty three point six million. The CBS broadcast averaged 120 million. The network's uh, previous mark for the most watched Super Bowl was 112.34 for 2016. Some of the increase is, you know, that it does go to the way that viewers are counted. Nielsen began including out of home viewers in its ratings in 2020, but only in limited markets. The measurement expanded to all 50 states beginning this year to try to get a more accurate number. Plus, the only the, the second only Super Bowl to go into overtime. The previous was 2017 with the Pats rallying from that 28 to three deficit uh, to the Falcons. So that is a, uh, the Super Bowl 
added attraction. You had Taylor Swift in attendance. You had uh, a superstar in Usher that that spans multiple demographics and multiple age groups. That was huge. And it was the second straight year the Super Bowl averaged more than 100 million viewers after a period where four of the five games before 2023 had fallen short of that number due to the streaming services. So like Univision, for example, Univision, 2.2 million viewers, the highest Super Bowl viewership on record for a Spanish language network. Like it's been televised in, in Spanish in the United States since 2014. Uh, the playoffs averaged 38.5 million viewers during the first three weeks, a 9% increase over last year. That followed a regular season that averaged 17.9 million, tied for the second highest since averages were first tracked in 1995. The NFL is back. They are back, baby. They're back better than ever. And I think one thing that they did uh, that they learned uh, pretty fast and, and, and really well with, they, they've tried their best to evolve. They tried their best to adapt. And, and they survived a couple things. All the jersey burning, the people said they were never going to watch another game. They survived that because it was looking grim there uh, for, for, a, for a second. And they, they were able to survive the CTE scare and what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's something. It is something. Like it's, they did it. The Shield did it. Uh, they are back. They are back in full force. Uh, great ratings. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still a little curious as to, uh, uh, you know, as to CBS. I mean, they, I got to imagine that between, I, I don't know the next time they'll have the Super Bowl. I'm sure that information's available and I'll just have to look it up during the break. Uh, but they're four years into this Tony Romo contract. You know, the producer, it was his final game or whatever, and they were they tried to highlight him, and he said something along the lines of, like, yeah, the guy that wanted me to be here or something like that. You know, typical Tony Romo making it about himself. But um, that that's really interesting to see how how this contract plays out because they, they got to they gotta do something. And they, the answer is right there for CBS. Yeah, I'll tell you the answers. Kevin Harlan, that's the answer. The answer, and, and he does such a great job on the national radio broadcast, Kevin Harlan does. Like, it is, it's awesome. Like, you, you, you should 100%, you know, without question, like, Kevin Harlan is that guy. And he is great for them on the television broadcast throughout the season. Like, he should be the number one. And that's the way we should go. Like, that, that, and that's my opinion. If I was CBS, that's what I'd be looking to do. And I'd be looking to move on from Tony Romo as quickly uh, as possible. Here's another idea. Uh, I don't think that the networks need to pay these top dollars for their talent. Like, I get it. But, at, you know, at what point, $18 million for a color commentator that's going to work roughly 18 games? Honestly, you know, look at the way that Romo got in on the Super Bowl call there. You know, for Jim Nance, like it's not about Jim Nance having a Jim Nance moment. It's about the the moment that's actually happening. Like we don't need to hear you mumbling and grumbling in the background or, or, or anything. We don't need to hear you at all. We need to hear the call. Let the crowd in the pictures tell the story. Right. And then the other thing with CBS, I don't mind any of the Taylor Swift coverage. I just like, why? Why did they why did they cut to her instead of cutting to more of what was going on on the field? 
that's the only thing. That's the only time where I've been like, okay, all right, that's a little. The, the rest of it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't, I don't care about the rest of it. You could show her 500 times a game. What's the difference? Seriously, I mean, what, what, is, like, what, what does it matter? You know, you're going to show them in the huddle, or you're going to show Taylor Swift. That's what it comes down to. Like, okay, take the shot of Taylor Swift. Don't, do, do it in a championship-winning moment? I don't know about that. I think that's a bad call. But that's really, I mean, outside of that, like, I'm not going to be mad at Taylor Swift. And the, the reason why you shouldn't be mad at Taylor Swift is because she is her own person who has her own money. She's not there on a clout chase like Brittany Mahomes, where she is going after the attention because she wants it to be about her. No, it's just about her because that's how big she is. She's a global superstar. Like, that just is what she's so good and makes so much money that other people hate her for it. Other musical artists don't like her for it. That's why they keep talking about her at the Grammys because she keeps winning stuff. I don't even, music doesn't do anything for me. 22 is the only song title I can, I can give you. But I mean, outside, like outside of that, it's the network's fault. They're, they're playing the hits, right? They're showing her because they're keeping that, that portion of the crowd interested in the broadcast. I just think they can do away with some of these massive deals. Like Tom Brady's getting 37 million or something crazy, crazy. Kevin Harlan and uh, poach Greg Olson from Fox bringing in Brady next season as their number one. Yeah, that would be an awesome pairing uh, right there for uh, for Fox. Uh, that's a tough loss for Greg Olson because he's been great. I really do think he's been great. CBS will host the Super Bowl next in 2028, so at least we get a reprieve. We'll step aside, back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Find Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino 
here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. That's Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke. I'm Anthony Bellino. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21,000. By your Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. And we're on Twitter, XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well. On BCSN, streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports and Network. Um, going to do two parts here. Going to continue on with our Super Bowl conversation, then shift gears uh, and get into the uh, the Pistons, who will be back in action uh, later on tonight. Way, way later on tonight. Uh, coming up at uh, at 10.30 inside Crypto, a.k.a. Uh, the Staples Center. I was, um, I was shocked when it was taking place, but I was even more shocked to learn as the as the news came out that the Niners and Chiefs had totally different understandings of the postseason playoff rules, right? And it was it, it was pretty interesting. Several Chiefs players and coaches said that they had a prepared strategy in the event that the Super Bowl went into overtime. Multiple 49ers players admitted they weren't even aware of the rules like Eric Armstead saying quote I didn't even know about the new playoff overtime rules so it was a surprise to me I didn't really even know what was going on in terms of that it was the second of 58 Super Bowls to be tied in regulation the first to be played under the new overtime rules which ensured that both teams got to possess the ball before the game ended unless the first drive in overtime ended with a safety or if it was like a pick six then that's that's their scoop and score that's the difference that ends it and this differs from the uh, the regular rule, and I guess even in the in the regular rule, it wouldn't have mattered. But if the first drive in OT ended with a safety, they would kick, and that team would get to repossess the ball. And the regular rule, which I stand by as an as as the best way to do overtime, the only leagues that have overtimes like this are the NHL and the NBA. Extra innings are extra innings. But think about it like this. College football's overtime is to MLB extra innings in the regular season. Whereas the real league's overtimes are Major League Baseball overtime in the playoff. Right? So you go into the overtime of Major League Baseball, you go into extra innings. When you go into extra innings in the regular season, they put a rule in place that puts a runner automatically at second. You never in in any, and I get why the traditionalists hated this, people like me that worked in baseball for all those years, I loved it. It was the best idea they ever, get this game over with. We do not need to be here in the second week of June playing a 17, 18, 19 inning game. Burning through bullpens, we just, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary for the teams, unnecessary for the fans, and most importantly, it's unnecessary for people like me. I don't need to be there for that. Games going into the next morning, like that's ridiculous. Does it happen often? No, but the 13, 14 inning game. Yeah, like it doesn't, that doesn't need to happen. You don't need to play an extra half a game. So you put the runner on second and what that does is speed up the probability of somebody scoring in overtime to get this thing over with. You make NHL overtime three on three to speed up the process of somebody scoring and the likelihood of this game ending in that five-minute period before going to a shootout, you know, better off. But if that period's over and nobody scores, then they go to a shootout. College 
football's overtime is like a runner on second. It is like going straight to a shootout or penalty kicks in soccer. Even in soccer, they'll play two. They play two, two more periods of play at 15 minutes a pop. So you go all the way to 120 minutes. I get that. That's a long time. It's a long time. You'll go to 105 minutes and then they go again until 120. But this new postseason overtime rule was for all the whiners out there that don't believe that you got to play all three facets of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. Because what had happened was is that you had a situation where somebody wins the coin toss, they go down and score a touchdown, and the game is over. And it's like, well, the other team didn't get a chance to get the ball. The, The other team did have a chance. They had to play defense. Like, that's part of the game. And what do you mean? Well, it should be everybody gets it. No, not everybody gets a chance. It's not always fair. Not everybody gets an opportunity. You got to do the best you can with the opportunity that you got. That opportunity starts on the defensive side of the football. Make a play. Don't let the other team drive 80 yards down your face. Stop somebody. Hold them to a field goal. You hold them to a field goal, you got yourself a chance. Now, that part of the rule I actually liked. Because if you couldn't seal the deal, then the other team can get a chance to rebuttal. Cool. Good with that. New overtime rule, both teams, regardless of what the first team does, the other team gets a, gets a chance to tie it, and then your sudden death after that. Okay. All right. So after winning the coin toss, the Niners elected to receive the ball to start the extra period. They had a 13-play drive, ended with Jake Moody's 27-yard field goal, and then Mahomes goes on a 13-play drive. It goes to the game-winning three-yard touchdown. Nicole Hardman seals the deal. 25-22, with only three seconds remaining in the overtime, too. Like, it was, it was, it was, like, that was fun. Now, Niners coach Kyle Shanahan said that uh, he and his analytics staff discussed overtime possibilities before the game. Armstead and Juszczyk, the fullback, both said the overtime strategy was not discussed with the players leading up to the Super Bowl. You know what? I didn't even realize the playoff rules were different in overtime. I assume you just want the ball to score a touchdown and win. I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy there. We hadn't talked about it. No. They put on the scoreboard, and everyone's like, oh, even if you score, they get a chance still. How do you, conversely, Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones talked and said, quote, talked for two weeks about the new rules. Safety Justin Reed said their preparation began in training camp. We've talked about this all year. We talked about it in training camp and how the rules were different in the regular season versus the playoffs. Every week of the playoffs, we talked about the overtime rule. We knew what our game plan was. Had we won the coin toss? We want to defer or not, and what our plan was from there, said Andy Reid. The players already said they were going to defer, give San Francisco the ball. If San Francisco scored, they were going for two. Like, they had a clear-cut, defined plan on what the hell was happening out there. Dan Orlovsky yesterday. Your component in why they lose the football game. Going into overtime, we were in the booth, and I said, no way that you take the ball first. You want, you want to give Kansas City the ball and make sure, because what happens is you give the other team another down. Right when they took it, I said, you're giving Mahomes four downs that you have no shot. You know, I don't care how tired the defense is because I've heard people say, well, the defense was gassed. Figure out a way to go out there for one more potential stop. The worst case scenario is Patrick drives them down the field. You get the ball back and then you still have control of the game. You can still at some point, if you want, go for two. So um, mistake by Kyle Shannon, the 49ers. You've done a great number. I wonder if like, is this an indictment on Kyle? Shanahan that that's what I want to know because if this were to happen in Detroit this is a good learning lesson for everybody too 
now that we're all well aware, um, like I said, when they changed the rule going into the preseason, I felt like we discussed that. I, f- I thought like it was a headline for us. But I mean, what else, like, hey, this is what they're going to do. I don't need. I don't think we need to spend an entire segment or all day talking about it. Like, hey, you get into the playoffs. Here's the overtime rule. I, th- I maybe I'm wrong on that, but I felt like we discussed that, and we hadn't seen overtime yet in the playoffs, and then we get it in the Super Bowl. And you mean to tell me that you got guys that are out there that don't know, that don't know what's going on? That is, uh, that's 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 so bad. If that were to have, who, if that were to have happened here in Detroit, let's say Detroit plays Kansas City, the same thing happens. And Dan Campbell won the coin toss and took the ball, and the same circumstances happen there is no way that this phone line wouldn't be singeing a ben would look like an octopus over there <laughs> trying to answer those phone calls because people would want his head on a spike like there they, there is no i mean there's no way there's no way it, it that's just like it is to me that that would have been unforgivable you got people that are mad at him for going for it when he went for it in the NFC championship game on fourth and two and mad that he went for it. Even when the quarterback throws an absolutely catchable ball to a guy that has been so sure handed that has done nothing but catch first downs for you all season long. That has just been a, a consummate professional. And he had, he had the most inopportune time for a drop. And we're mad at him, and we're mad at Dan Campbell, a guy that has gone for two all season long, right? And whether or not they trust their kicker, I like. Look, I, I said it during you know when he kicked the fifty four yarder against the uh, against the Rams. I told TJ Lang that I talked about this here. You take the field goal. I know it's a far field goal; it's fifty plus. You take the field goal. That's why you pay the guy. Make him make the kick. That's why we moved on from Riley Patterson because Badgley had the longer leg. I don't think that the decision had anything to do with the kicker. I think the decision is is purely based upon how the game, the flow of the game, and how confident this team is. Can we go for it? Yes. Are we going for it? Yes. Do it, Dan. That's what. That's why I wanted to be on the headset. Like I would have loved to have known what that conversation was like, if it even was a conversation, or if everybody just chimes in, they click the button, and all they hear is "Do it, do it, do it." Let's go. You know. Give everybody, believe, believe in your process, believe in what you're doing. doesn't matter what the outside world thinks. If you're, if you're, if you're strong in your convictions, you're going to be just fine. And that's, you know, to not have your guys prepared for a drastic rule change that does change the strategy. You know, Romo talked about on the broadcast, uh, Orlovsky talked about it there. We talked about it yesterday. Like you give them the ball first, you know exactly what you need to do. Right. And then there is no question of when it's fourth and three on your own 34 yard line, what you have to do. Like you're going for it. I like that. I like, I like to defer. I, I want the ball more times than not. I want to kick off and I want the ball first to start the second half because then you have two quarters of game flow where you're like, okay, what is working? What is not working? How can we adjust? How can we come out better in this third quarter? That's an area that the Lions need to improve on. Third quarter. Offensively and defensively, third quarter coming out of the halftime break, they they have not been good this year. 
they've they've not been good. They're twelve and five. They finish up fourteen and six. They weren't good in the third quarter. Imagine if they do get good in the third quarter. What's that look like? Does that twelve and five turn into fourteen and three? Can you imagine? If they go twelve and five next year, all I wanted was double digit wins. All I wanted. So I mean, good for uh, you know, good for Andy Reid. And it's a really good learning lesson for everybody else across the board. That when when something is going on, you as a coach have the ultimate responsibility of making sure situationally your guys are prepared. And we talked about this yesterday, you know, with the uh, with the little ones. It's like how, you know, you can't really you try your best to get try to explain when you foul on purpose, right? I, I remember I was playing a basketball game. We were at, we were at, on on the road, right? And on the road was two miles from our school. There was another school. Uh, we're on the road and we're down. I don't know. We're in a, we're in a must foul situation, right? So a kid's run across the middle of the court. I'm trying to get the foul. Like we have to foul. We have to stop the clock. Then we have to get the ball. I know this. I'm like in sixth grade. I'm like, I know this. I get tagged with an intentional foul. The kid ran into me. Like, what was I supposed to like? The kid ran into me and fell over. And I got tabbed with a with an intentional foul, like the, the biggest BS call. And my coach is looking at me. I'm like, we had to foul anyways. Like it, this intentional foul is stupid. That's a bad call. We could discuss that at a later date. But look at the score. Look at the clock. We had to foul. Like, how does nobody understand what's taking place here right now? You know, and that it's just one of those things. Like I, as, as a 10, 11 year old, I shouldn't have to be explaining this to you right now. You should know this. And so taking that experience to the coaching realm of what kind of situation are you going to run into that your kids need to be aware of? Doesn't matter what sport you coach, you have to do, you have to spend some time on situations. You have to. And for two reasons. One, it's important because they understand that, okay, we're trying to win. Yes, we, we play to win. We play the right way, but we play to win. And two, they, un, they need to understand the dynamics of the sport that they are playing. They need to understand the rules and why we are doing what we're doing. Okay. So I'll, I'll leave with that. Like situational preparedness is something that as a youth coach, you know, fifth through eighth grade. And then obviously in high school, I shouldn't, if you have a high school coach, it's not discussing this. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but it's, it's little simple stuff. Like you should know that if it's a tight game or if the other team has momentum and they're coming back and they go on an eight to two run or a 10 to two run, you should be you, your guys should be aware. Don't just grab the ball and walk out of bounds and try to inbound, turn and throw this thing and inbound it. Like let that ball bounce. Make take a look. Are they pressing? Are we in a press break? If they're going to press after a made free throw, do you can you break this? Like what are we getting into immediately? You know we used to have a uh, you know we used to have this thing called uh, we we called it Louisville. And basically, it was if the other team is at the free throw line and we know they're pressing the way that we lined up for the free throw, right? We were on defense. They're shooting the free throw, right? Four mans grabbing the ball out of the hoop and we are going, right? And everybody is sprinting to a spot where we're going all the way up the sideline with the basketball. Boom, 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 boom. Pass, pass, pass. Get, get up the floor. Get the ball over the timeline. There's no shot clock. We'll reset from there. But everybody knew what to do because it's situational. And you as a coach have to call that out like, hey, get ready for it because it could be coming. Like At the professional level, to have a gaffe like this is it's inexcusable. 
One of the storylines, by the way, that I really like that we we haven't really even talked about a whole lot. Isn't it weird that Mike Shanahan coached Ed McCaffrey and now Kyle Shanahan coaches Christian McCaffrey? Like, isn't that strange? What are the odds of that? Like, that's just that's a that's an incredible, incredible story. All right, to shooty hoops tonight, uh, the Pistons are 2-1 and one in their last three, and they've got two back-to-back wins, beating the Sacramento Kings and the Portland Trailblazers on the road uh, for the first of the first two of six games on this uh, West Coast uh, moving back home uh, road trip. It's a little bit different because they do play Indiana on their way back home. Uh, but they'll get the L.A. Lakers uh, tonight. That is a 10-30 tip-off. In L.A. at Crypto.com Arena. I don't know why they couldn't schedule that a little bit earlier for us good folks. Uh, Crypto.com Arena. I saw Amari Sankofa, I believe, was tweeting about this. L.A. is a cool city. It's interesting, right? L.A. is also, like, dangerous and dirty. And I think that there are there is this wildly uh, inaccurate portrayal of what Detroit is wildly inaccurate where people believe that, you know, it's the Detroit of like the year 2000, all right, that that was 24 years ago. Things have, things have changed. Uh, Some major companies have dumped some major money into that city. A lot of those uh, arsoned and abandoned homes have either been uh, demolished or refurbished. And that's where you have those townhomes on Woodward uh, that are right there across from LCA you look at the development of Woodward, the brand new construction project at the Hudson site, like Detroit is completely different. L.A., while walking around in my hotel at the Rose Bowl, was a couple blocks from crypto. Like L.A. was sketch. That was sketchy. Like there was. That, that I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. And some of the biggest cities in, in this country have just gone to hell in a handbasket. And L.A. is one of them. Like, what are you going to do with 100 kids riding bikes down the middle of the road? Like, what are we doing here? What's going on? Uh, the amount of homeless, just the overall dirtiness of the city. Ugh. Ugh. Pistons will be there tonight. Back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's 
and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Ten cents to one dollar off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is the 13th day of February 2024. We say good morning to you, we welcome you, we thank you, we appreciate you, and of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843, that's 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros, and of course, good morning to our television audience as well. On BCSN, streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website, xbmornings. Gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. All right, time now to get you all caught up with all the happenings across the world. The sports will do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Well, it is a uh, it's a big Tuesday night. It's a, it's a super Tuesday is what it is uh, for our teams in this state. Very much looking forward to uh, what's going to be taking place uh, later on tonight, including the Detroit Pistons on the road. Fs. They won their first two games of their West Coast swing. They'll be in L.A. tonight. Crypto.com Arena taking on the L.A. Lakers, 10-30. Then tomorrow at home against the Phoenix, or pardon me, on the road again against the Phoenix Suns. That game, however, will be at 9 o'clock. And then uh, they will go the 22nd 
on the road against Indian, Indiana and take on the Pacers before they return home against the Magic on the 24th. Really interesting stretch. Eight of nine uh, on the road because after that Indiana game, they'll play two more, uh, the Knicks and Bulls on the road. So really a tough stretch with a lot of road games. Coming off of what have, might have been uh, the biggest win in Derek Lalone's career as the headman for the Detroit Red Wings. They were down 3-1 to one to Vancouver. Rallied back, got it into overtime, took it to a shootout, beat the Canucks 4-3. to three. Jake Wallman with the overtime winner on the penalty shot. Like, it was, it was sensational. And I don't mean to, you know, speak in, in you know, broad terms right now. But for where this team is at, the dogfight that they are in right now, holding on to the second position in the Eastern Wild Card. They are currently fifth in the Atlantic. The two wild cards would be Toronto, who has a, uh, a game in hand uh, to the Wings. And it tied at 60 points. Tampa Bay at 61 points. And then Florida at 70. Boston at 73. We're probably going to see the Atlantic Division get five teams into the playoffs. And this is a big-time chase right now. And this was a massive big-time goal by Jake Wallman to win it. So it's Jake Wallman with the game on his stick on to Smith. Wallman hits the gritty, and what a uh, what a shot it was! Started off left side, cutting across, and then beat the uh, beat the goaltender uh, between his glove and his and his and his leg pad, and that was that was a sensational shot, and that's a massive win for that team who has now won three of their last four and four out of their last six. They'll be in Edmonton tonight, nine o'clock puck drop. That that's must watch TV. 14 hours from now. Uh, Super Bowl 58 sets a TV ratings record with 123.4 viewers. It peaked at over 202 million. Watch the game across all networks. A 10% jump over last year's figure. Uh, I mean, that's why, like, look, I mean, these are, everybody's dialed in. Uh, And there was, you know, some people might say that there was maybe more appeal uh, for this year's Super Bowl because of the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. There was an awesome halftime performance. Some people want to argue with me over the halftime. And, um, you know, one guy's like, it needed to be a rock band. Like, okay, sure, fine. Like, f- first off, the Super Bowl, we can have, you know, multiple things can be true. And one of the things that can be true is that the genre of music can change year over year for what the Super Bowl halftime is. It's very rare that you're going to find somebody like Usher that appeals to so many different people. Like the guy makes a guy is an incredible vocal talent. And that's more, that tells me more about yourself than it does and your inability to be able to recognize that. Like that's, that's just preposterous to me. So please stop arguing about this. If you didn't like it, that's fine. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to say like, if I say it's, it's that, Hey, apples are good. Like, Oh no, oranges are better. That's the, that, that's the, the, the Twitter beef that we're in right now. Uh, the Steelers are releasing three players, including quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Wow, what a fall for Mitch Trubisky. Will the Steelers be in play for Justin Fields? That seems to be a concern there in Cleveland. 49ers players say that they didn't know the Super Bowl overtime rules. We've covered that uh, already pretty much at length today. I don't know how uh, you allow that to happen. Victor Wenbinyama. In the year that we were supposed to have him and our ping pong ball fell to number five. How that happened, I have no idea. 
But, you know, there's no uh, there's no prize for tanking, and they made sure of that. Like, the lottery worked. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. It screwed the Pistons, and Wemby went for a triple-double. And how about this stat line from Victor Wembenyama? 27 points, 14 rebounds. Okay, all right, we could see that. 10 blocks, 10 of them, 5 assists. All he needed was 5 steals. He would have had a 5-by-5. Five five. And he did all of that in under 30, to 30 minutes. He's the first player with 10 blocks and 5 assists in under 30 minutes in the history of the game. Victor Wembenyama. Draymond Green says his suspension allowed the Warriors to explore and sparked their run. (laughs) Oh, man. Only Draymond. Only Draymond. I think me getting suspended helped in a weird way. Not that I wanted to get suspended, but I do think it, it helped us find different things we can go to and explore. I do like his propping up of uh, Jonathan Kaminga and uh, what he's been saying to him and trying to keep him confident and shooting shots. And I, I think that when your teammates believe in you, uh, that really does add a, a level of confidence that you, you need to have. And I think that's great. But come on, man. Spencer Dinwiddie picks the Lakers uh, saying, quote, they know how to win. Be a really interesting uh, situation here for Spencer Dinwiddie. And joining LeBron James, he's also an L.A. native, so that makes sense. Uh, but it is, it, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of an interesting little wrinkle here in the NBA world. Will he be able to go against his former team, the Detroit Pistons, later on tonight? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, two games in the top 25 last night. Number nine, Duke beat Wake Forest 77-69. to Texas Tech with almost a 30-point upset of number six, Kansas, 79-50. to Bill Self was tossed. Like just uh, you know, thrown out of the game. Like that's that's wild. How about this? Number twenty three, Indiana State. Why is that important? You remember Indiana State? They are ranked for the first time in the AP top twenty five since nineteen seventy nine. The Sycamores are doing something for the first time since Larry Bird was there in Terry Howard, Indiana. How about that? They reached number one in the nation at that point. Now they've checked in at number 23. So that is that is just amazing. Good for them. Indiana State is 23. FAU is 24. St. Mary's is 18. Creighton is 17. Dayton is 16. Right? We've got some... We've got some mid-majors, uh, you know, Marquette, that's a high major. Uh, they're in the number four. Houston is number three. Like, we've got some teams that have climbed in here, and I, I am just, I, I'm over the moon excited and happy about what uh, Indiana State has been able to do. Stick it up for all the little guys. Look at Indiana State go. Uh, the Maple Leafs are bracing for a stretch without defenseman uh, Morgan Riley. If you didn't see what happened, it was this. So Ottawa has got an empty net. And Ottawa, we have a situation where Ridley Grieg is you know wide open. He takes a slap shot from five feet away from the net and puts an exclamation point on it. It's Ottawa versus Toronto. Well, you know, Canadian rivalry game, that's fine. Morgan Riley cross-checked him to the head. Like you gotta you, you there's no way. There's no way he doesn't get suspended here. See ya. We'll step aside back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Leonard Skinner. 
ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio as well. Hey, by the way... Uh, In case you didn't know, fresh off of a family trip to Dubai, the Washington Capitals All-Star break or All-Star or Hall of Famer, whatever. He was on All-Star break. Alexander Ovechkin has scored in all four games to extend his scoring streak to five, his longest in nearly three years. After just eight eight goals to his first 43 games, uh, the face of the franchise is going ham. He's now got 13 goals on the season, gives him 835. He's 60 back of passing Wayne Gretzky. So he's got to keep going until he passes it. Absolutely 100% like has to keep going. And uh, the Blackhawks rookie Connor Bedard with his jaw injury could return uh, next week. That's uh, missing six weeks with a fractured jaw. Uh, not uh, not ideal at all for the 18-year-old in the in the start to his, his young career. All right, uh, coming up later on tonight, as I mentioned, the Pistons and the Red Wings, we're also going to get some college basketball. And that's going to be, oh my goodness, we've got we've got quite a day. Top 25, we've got number four Marquette taking on Butler at Butler. That's at 6.30 on FS1. That'll be fun. Duquesne is at number 16 Dayton at 7 o'clock over on ESPN+. Plus. Indiana State, who we just mentioned, taking on Illinois State. Don't blow it now. You finally got ranked, right? You got number 21 uh, Virginia hosting Pitt, number 7 UNC on the road against Cuse. Creighton hosts Georgetown. That's 8.30 on FS1. Kentucky, Ole Miss, ESPN, 22-ranked Kentucky. Over on Peacock at 9 o'clock, OSU versus number 11, Wisconsin. What in the hell has happened to Wisconsin? Number 19, BYU taking on UCF at 9. Big 12 Network slash ESPN Plus. And 9 o'clock over on ESPN2, our only top 25 head-to-head matchup. Number 25, Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma, visits number 12, Baylor. I say all that to say, Peacock tonight at 7 o'clock. Who doesn't love Peacock? Get your stream on. 
Oh, the Michigan Wolverines are taking on the Illinois Fighting Illini. And this is uh, this is big. Terrence Shannon Jr. put up 28 points in Illinois' 88-80 to loss to Michigan State, in which they had what? An eight-point lead, Ryan, was it? With seven minutes to play or something like that? And Michigan State climbed all the way back and got a huge win for them at home. Big-time huge win. The Fighting Illini, however, 12-2 and two at home. They have one of the best offensive rebounders in the game in Ty Rogers. They lead the Big Ten in offensive rebounds per game. The Wolverines are 3-10 in conference play. 5-8 in games decided by at least 10 points. And this has got disaster written all over it. Uh, it's a road game. Will Doug McDaniel, when is he ever going to be available to play another road game? Is he is he good to go tonight? That's the biggest question. That's the biggest question I have. Um, I got to see, as I clamor and pound my fists on the table, I always use the word clamor because somebody used it to me a long time ago in this field and said that I was clamoring, so I've continued to use that word. Um, and and I just I just like it, right? It just, I just like it. It's my little it's my little drop of salt that I can throw in there every day. Uh, I am just as I clamor for Asar Thompson to play thirty minutes. Please play, Will Cheddar. Get him. You know, first guy off the bench has got to be Will Cheddar, unless there's a guard issue. But even then, I mean, Will Cheddar has got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. So they take on Wisconsin on Wisconsin, right? Wisconsin comes to Chrysler. And it was a big win. The, the 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 ovation when that thing went final over like that was that was I mean people were excited about that. They wanted that win bad. And Big Cheese played twenty minutes. Will Cheese he was four of seven from the field, two of four from three, one of one from the stripe. Finished with eleven points, two rebounds, one assist, and only two fouls. Because Will Cheddar is the guy that you hated to play against at any level in any sport. He is that guy. He is an agitator. He is a 100% motor. He's high intensity. He believes in what he's doing. It's not manufactured. Like, we got it. So then they go on the road to Nebraska. And they go on the road to Nebraska, and they're down 30 points in the first half. Why is Will Cheddar only playing 13 minutes? I can't figure it out. Like, he's he's kind of built like a, you know, like a power forward. But, you know, he could guard a little bit. He can shoot it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Like, we got it. We got to get him on the floor. Like, Terrace Reed Jr. has to have a big game. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, uh, his free throw shooting has improved immensely. Like, you could tell he's put in the work to get better at this. You know, Olivier Kamwa cannot go MIA. Like, he can't go one for 10. Like, at the end of the day, you make shots, you feel great about life. Like, make or miss league is what they say about the NBA all the time. When your team's making shots, it's making everything else easier. But Will Cheddar, to me, is kind of like the key piece and a very key underrated piece. As he was 3 for 5 in his 13 minutes, Trey Jackson played 17 minutes, went 0 for 5. And this isn't Trey Jackson versus Will Cheddar. This isn't Will Cheddar versus anybody, but like, this is him coming in and playing and giving you quality minutes because you need that. You have to have that. You have to have a guy 
that will come in and do all the things that everybody else is unwilling to do. And Will Cheddar is that guy. What I find is very interesting, right, as this team has you know fallen off a cliff this season. Right? Their two wins, Ohio State and Wisconsin and Iowa. Those are, those are your three wins in the Big Ten for a 3-10 and 10 record. They've lost everywhere else. That Iowa game was actually the last time this team won a game on the road. That Iowa game was the first game after the strength coach uh, and, and the team parted ways. Strength coach is still with the university, but uh, strength coach and the team parted ways. And they went on the road, beat St. John's. They had Stanford at a neutral site. In Oregon on the road, that was a loss. Like, Iowa is it. Do you know when they played Iowa? The Michigan basketball team played Iowa back on December 10th. Right? It is now February 13th. Like, they haven't won a road game in two months. Like, that's crazy. They've been close. They've squandered some leads. But they just, I mean, this is just such a different year. And, you know, a lot of people want, you know, a lot of people at the national championship hangover is is wearing off. And basketball is now coming back under the microscope. And people are going to, it's what I said when it happened. Like the best thing that had happened for Michigan basketball was the fact that Michigan football won a national championship because it took all the attention, all that spotlight. It took everything away from what was happening here with Michigan basketball where, and and look, some people call it coaching. Like still there are things that I see on a regular basis. That's like, there's no way a 20 year old doesn't know to do this. Like there's no way strategically speaking. I would like to know, like we chase over the top of screens, which is, which is interesting. So you're following the, the ball handler instead of trying to like actually guard him straight up you're basically in his back pocket as he's going around the screen right but then we don't high hedge it and it's it's weird because if you don't commit to that high hedge right unless they're not a shooter if they're not a shooter then you don't have to chase you can go underneath the screen and beat them because if you know that person's not going to shoot it you don't have to worry about going underneath right that's that's kyp that's know your personnel right there like who's on the floor who am i guarding what are they good at that's a scouting report And so as we chase over the top of these screens and we're getting more of a flat hedge, if anything, what happens is that point guard, let's say, for instance, who's getting the screen up top, they're going to use that hedge against you. If you're not up on it and aggressive, they're going to draw you in as a defender, as the guy guarding the post, the guy who's supposed to be hedging there. They want to get enough penetration to make you commit to them because now you're kind of in no man's land. Right, you're either committing to the hedge or you're committing to the roll, and that's like it's got to be one or the other, right? It's called hedge and recover. You have to do that, and as you hedge, the defense has to rotate over to help on your recover. Like these are simple concepts that we like as adults now are just blowing. So look for that tonight when you're watching this game. We'll step aside. More X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. 
save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here, X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. So great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you, welcome you, thank you, appreciate you, all that good stuff. We really do. It's heartfelt. I speak for Ben and Ryan when we say thank you. Text the keyword sports radio and send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. 866-838-HUGE. That's the number if you want to get a hold of us. Feel free to dial us up. Share your thoughts on anything. Uh, we might be discussing here on the program. Uh, and I want to go back to uh, this play right here from the weekend on Saturday. So it's Jake Wallman with the game on his stick on to Smith. Scores! How about this for a silly? Oh, my God. Oh, that's gritty. Oh, that's a game winner. Jake Wallman, 4-3, two huge points for Detroit. Can I get a... Uh, a Ken Daniels. Oh, that's gritty. Like the gritty, not like G-R-I-T, like the Lions grit, but still kind of a pun on words uh, as Jake Wallman has used that as a celebration, obviously made popular worldwide uh, by Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver of the Minnesota Vikings. But Wallman on skates doing it is pretty entertaining um, as well. Uh, I, you know, to tell you his signature dance, like, oh, yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. Like, he might do it, but it's not his signature dance. Like, he might have brought it to the NHL, but he's not the person that created this uh, this dance. But regardless, Jake Wallman, who scored on the penalty shot, 23 seconds uh, into OT, and the Red Wings rally from this two-goal third-period deficit to beat the Vancouver Canucks 4-3 to three on, on Saturday. Uh, Quinn Hughes slashed him on a breakaway. Oh, Quinny, what are you doing? And... 
he did admit that, you know, as a defensive, he was shaking a little bit before the penalty shot. Overtime is capitalizing on chances and breakdowns, he said. We're kind of learning from other overtimes. It's important to take those 50-50 chances. Uh, Lucas, Lucas Raymond, won a battle, made a great pass up the ice. That kind of sealed it. Uh, and, you know, Raymond, Daniel Sprong, Michael Rasmussen scored the regulation goals for the Wings in their first game since the All-Star break. They had a really extended break where, you know, the All-Star for the teams were getting back on the ice early in the week and they had to wait all the way until Saturday. Patrick Kane, who missed his last seven games, lower body injury, got an assist, his 1,200th career game, 1,200 career games for Patrick Kane. Alex Lyon stopped 28 shots. 28 shots were stopped uh, by the goaltender who has, you know, Vancouver did all their damage in the second period. You know, Detroit was up one nothing after the first. They give up those three goals in the second. You're feeling kind of down in the dumps. And the Red Wings won for the seventh time after trailing through two periods. Uh, Derek Lalone, who I talked to last week, said, quote, it's a crazy amount of third period comebacks to get points and wins. I think we're tops in the league. It's good on the group, but not a recipe for success, especially against an elite team like this. And, and he's right. Like, you can't continue on to do this. You grab the lead with 45 seconds into the game. Raymond's 14th of the season. Then the Canucks tie it up. They had a five-minute power play. And that there, they just got nothing. They got absolutely nothing. It was a high-sticking penalty. The tail end of that power play. You know, two more minutes of the man advantage, and he comes out of the box, and you know, that's one of the most dangerous things. Like the other team is shorthanded, they get a break out of the box, and you just you you can't have that happen. And it happens all the time. Like it's it's the advantage of being a man down is that if you can get the puck back, if you can turn that puck over as the penalty is expiring and send that up the ice, it's a one on one opportunity. It's a breakaway. And, you know, there, there, there's no, there's no recipe for that either. Like that's just a part of hockey that, you know, it's, it's the one advantage that the shorthanded team has. If they can gain control of the puck as the penalty is expiring, there's no, nothing you can do about that. Then it's just on to, Hey, you know, cause you're not going to drop a guy back, especially if you're, you know, if you're in the zone, you got an opportunity to score on the power play. You have the man advantage. It's one unlucky bounce. It's a turnover. It it could be a save, a redirection, whatever the case may be. The shorthanded team ends up with the puck. Boom, send it because there's no two-line pass. So send that sucker. Just go. Get after it. And send the full length of the ice if you have to. Because, I mean, he's getting, like, your guy's getting to the puck first. He's got, you know, a two-line advantage. He's got the entire neutral zone. And the fact that Wallman capitalizes there on the penalty shot, they get the win in overtime, and it cannot be overstated what a massive win that was because for comeback victories, it's huge. And as Lalone pointed out, this isn't a recipe for success. Like, you can't keep going down like this. But what this does is it's generating, you know, you got to see it to believe it. And there were times where, you know, we would joke about this in, on, on the show in years previous where Ryan would say, like, he would watch for the first five minutes. The Red Wings would give up a stupid goal in the first five minutes, and that would be it. And it would be a 5-3 to three kind of loss or a 4-1 type of loss where they would give up an early goal and not stand a chance or have a lead through the first period, give that up in the second, and you knew that it was over. And what has happened now is a shift in this, in this dressing room 
that these guys know that for as long as there is time on the clock, they aren't out of it. And what happens is, is you win a game, you come from behind, you win a game, you feel really good about it. Then you come from behind again, and you do it again. And then you go down again, and but you're like, nah, we just did this. We do it again. And you're, what you're doing is you're building off of that positive experience. You're building off of that momentum. You're building off of that success there that is, hey, we know that as long as, as there's time on the clock, we have a chance. We can win this. We need these points. And you're starting to see that, that change, not, not only philosophically, but that change sort of in the, the DNA of this club. And we are gearing up for an awesome, awesome second half of the season. Now, you can go back to a couple of points in this season uh, one of which was uh, early December. Early December, they won one. They were what? One, I think one, six, and one. So they got to overtime and took a team. It was the San Jose at home and then Ottawa at home. You know, that, that, was, that was a stretch right there. They lost three, won a game, then lost four in a row. And since that point, they've lost back-to-back games only once. And in the midst of that, they've been able to put together multiple. They have two three-game winning streaks, and they have also added a pair of back-to-back wins. Most recently, Philadelphia and Vegas going into the break. They gave one away to Ottawa, but at least they got a point there. So that counts for something as well. And now you're looking at this second half of the season that is going to give us, the Detroit sports fan, that has, you know, I feel some excitement with the Pistons. I can't convince you to watch it. You know, I'll I'll keep you updated on what's going on. That's my job. I'm excited about them in, in the direction that they're going. I thought that they added some some nice pieces that will be able to, like Troy Brown Jr. is going to be able to help them defensively. Simone Fontecchio is going to be able to help them defensively and shooting the basketball. Like I said, he's a little bit longer, a younger, a more athletic, and more capable defender that Bojan Bogdanovich is doesn't shoot it near like as well, but it's it's similar. I'm not saying that you're dropping you know nine percentage points from three. You're not, but he's not as prolific. But he'll get there, and he's a guy who played pro Euro ball for a few years before coming over here. This is his second NBA season, and I think that that's going to work out to be a really, really good deal, really good deal for the Detroit Pistons. And when moving on from Alec Burks and Bojan Bogdanovic, although I thought that, yeah, we should be we should have been able to get a first. Like, that would have been cool. That would have been nice. Uh, the Knicks weren't going to part with that. And we were able to grab a guy, Quentin Grimes, who played with Marcus Sasser at Houston. Marcus Sasser is going to be one of these, in my opinion, one of these core elements that's going to surprise some people in his, in his role. Right? When we have now clear to find... Cade Cunningham and Jade Nivey as your starting backcourt. One, it's taken some time because Cade needed to get healthy. And two, our head coach needed to pull his head out of his rear end and, and play the guys that need to be played. You can experiment with your backups all you want in practice. But when it's game time, you got to put NBA talent out there on the floor. That's what it is. And Jade Nivey's NBA talent. And why it took Monty Williams so long to figure that out, 
is malpractice, but that's another story for another day. So now you know that you have Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, and you have Marcus Sasser. So you, you move on from Alec Burks, who can score, but the, we're not winning games. You move on from Boyan Bogdanovich, who's a really good piece and a good vet to have in the, in the locker room, but doesn't defend. He just can't. He's 35 years old. Like These young kids are just cooking him. There's nothing he can do out there. New York has now seen that. It's also freed up some opportunities for some of the younger guys. Osar Thompson should be playing 30 minutes a night, and until it becomes a regular thing, I'm going to beat that dead horse with a stick. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to continue to say it every day. And so while removing Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich, sure, maybe you didn't get the return you thought that you wanted. Grimes comes in, he gives you a little something. Troy Brown comes in, he gives you a little something. We'll see what Shake gives us. Simone Fontecchio, he gives you a little something. And they each bring more defensive capabilities because we, we can't defend. And they're going to give you some other elements to to their offensive game, namely Fontecchio, that's going to be able to shoot it. Like, you have to, we got to get some shooters out here. And this puts, like, Marcus Sasser, this puts Isaiah Stewart in really good positions, right? Because now you can come in with guys that, you know, I'm not saying that Marcus Sasser would have been a starter, but it's kind of a situation where you started Killian Hayes for all those years. So what, like, what the hell? You didn't give him a defined role. You didn't allow him to be successful in that defined role because you're obsessed with trying to make him something that he's not, which is good at offense. Like he can't shoot. So it is. It, Troy Weaver said that himself. So he can't shoot the ball. Like that's what, that's what it was. A shooting never came around. Like good defender can pass it can create a little bit of offense with his passing, like that's great, but we need some guys that can shoot it. Marcus Sasser can do that. Defined role for Sasser off the bench. Defined role for Isaiah Stewart coming in, giving you that relentless energy and effort that you need to have. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from the idea that Beef Stew can't be a quote unquote glue guy. Because you have to have at least one of those guys on your team. You gotta have one of your one of those guys on your roster. That guy that's willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do that can in, inject that into your team in about 20 minutes a night. The idea that we were going to turn Isaiah Stewart into some prolific stretch four, like it's just, I, I'm okay with him developing a three point shot. Sure, he's a professional. He should. But that's not an option that I'm looking to go to. That's not a number that I'm calling, right? That's you found yourself in the short corner, knock it down. But Jalen Duran, Cade Cunningham, Asar Thompson, and Jaden Ivey, they have to be the focal point. And the best part about Jalen Duran is as a supreme athlete with size, you don't have to force feed him the basketball. He's going to do what he does. He's going to rebound. He's going to get putbacks. And damn it, he can dunk it. And I love that. Don't lay it up. Dunk it home. So I'm excited about the Pistons and where we're going here in the second half. I'm looking for those things that I can visibly see as tangible identifiers to the progress or regr- the progression or regression that this team is going to make. If you don't want to watch them, that's fine. Like I said, I'll keep you updated. That's the job. As for the Red Wings, Hockey Town, you can turn that dial and lock in now. Like now that we have reached the point of critical mass where you are, you can now commit to this team. If you were one of those fringe people that, yeah, you know, if they're on, they're not very good, but 
If they're on, I'll watch them. You don't have to do that anymore. Now you can dial it in. Now you can make the Red Wings. You can go back to where you were in the early to mid-2000s. Before, and I get I get what Ken Holland did. And I, Freddie just tweeted at me about Ken Holland. If he wins a cup with Edmonton, look, Edmonton's got the Canadian curse working against them. They haven't won a cup. The entire country hasn't won a cup. They got six teams have won a cup since 90, what, two, 93? Like, I'm not, I'm not, they got, they got their own demons to fight there. And so, and I'm happy for Ken Holland. Like, I, I don't have, a lot of people have an issue with him for trying to keep the streak alive. And it wasn't the best bet for the long-term future of the club. But what it did was it gave it gave us the opportunity to continue to enjoy something so very special that, I mean, who? The San Antonio Spurs? We see how that's working out. Like, it happens. It was a two-decade-plus run. It was a quarter-century run. Though That doesn't happen. Like, all things are cyclical. The greatest empires in the world... You know, sure, it took five centuries, but like even the Roman Empire fell. Like it is so incredibly hard if you are not constantly rebuilding. And there were some contracts that were signed there that put us in a bad spot long term for the short term game. I get it. I'm not mad at Ken Holland for trying to keep that thing alive. And as a Red Wings fan, I don't think that you should be upset at Ken Holland for trying to keep that thing alive. Like, I think that you, honest to God, should feel, you know, grateful for what we had. Uh, New York Scott is on the line. I'm just now just now seeing this. Uh, New York Scott, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Hey, what's up, Bellino? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? You excited about the Red Wings tonight? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll watch some hockey. Uh I'm not a huge hockey guy, but uh, you know I'll turn it on. It's that's not. I'm not. I mean, what you were just talking about, one of those fringe guys. Oh, if they're playing well, I'll watch it. Same thing with my Rangers. It's it's like uh, you know I catch a couple Rangers games a year unless they make the playoffs, and then I'll watch it. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Why not? If they're doing well, they're doing well. I like to watch good good sports all the way around. Uh, probably basketball is my least favorite, but uh, you know football, hockey, uh, those are two. You know, I'm a big contact guy, physical sport guy. So uh, yeah, I would definitely tune in and uh, see if these guys are doing well. It, it, it's that time. Like it, they, they've done well enough now. Where like the fringe fan, like you, like you can dial in now. I'm giving you the green light. Like yeah, it's they're they're worth it now at this point. They're worth your investment. Yeah, well, I'll take a peek. And uh, you know, I was actually thinking about running the kids down and uh, you know maybe maybe catching a live game too. So uh, you know maybe get them appreciating hockey. But we'll see uh, how it goes. I got a lot of trips planned. I'm gonna leaving to Mexico at the end of the month, and then I'm taking a cruise the month after that. So, Yo, be be weeks. careful down there right now. Things are getting a little, uh, we got we got a couple tourists that got caught in a crossfire in Cancun. We had uh, a couple of tourists in the Bahamas that were, uh, you know, a couple of young girls that had some things, uh, some crimes committed against them. Like, yo, head on a swivel. Remember, you're on foreign territory there. That's that, I mean, It doesn't matter. Um, I'm not pretty enough to get kidnapped, and uh, I know how to stop, drop, and roll, baby. I'm from Queens. Like, you know, gunfire is not a new thing to me. So uh, I hear I hear the rounds ringing out. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to sit here and finish finish my drink before I go in the hallway to investigate. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm actually going to get some ink while I'm down there. I'm calling some artists. I'm going to uh, – every time I travel, like, I got a tattoo in Puerto Rico, and 
uh, Palm Springs, and here, you know, I'm going to get one in Mexico, and, and next year's Hawaii. So, uh, wow, look at this yeah, guy we'll just getting just getting we'll you know, getting getting the artwork though. We got to step aside at the top of the hour break, but man, safe travel, Scott. Be careful out there. Back with more X's Bros after this. There's a new player in town. Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Find Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and yes. They did it. Armand Ross, they brought the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marcus in on goal. Scores. Has 
host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. Hour number three. X's and bros coming at you live all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword Sports Radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports Radio to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843-866-838-HUGE. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. Uh, BCSN streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a dot com to that to find our website, xbmornings at gmail.com is the fan feedback email inbox. Find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elkey is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Uh, ben, is New York Scott still on hold? He is not. Okay. He. I just wanted to see if he was waiting through the break or, or if not, we can, uh, we can, we can carry on. Look, my, uh, my PSA there is just what's going on in the news. Things that I have been seeing and paying attention to. And if you are traveling abroad, it, it is, you know, best for you to be aware of your surroundings. That's all. That's all. It's not a, uh, you know, it's not a challenge on where you're from. Um, but there is, uh, there is nothing that's going to get you out of the way of an, a projectile flying at 1,200 feet per second minimum. Like that's uh, with the most recent tourist uh, that had a, a fatal experience in Cancun. Like, I think that that was, uh, I'm pretty sure that was it. it was just crossfire. Um, it's not to say that Cancun, I, I like Cancun personally when I was there. Um, to me, you know, getting, getting off the resort is one of the, one of the better experiences, but there are, there are certain things that I, you know, am willing to do if I am with my friends versus if I was with my family where, you know, if you, uh, do not speak fluently the uh, the native tongue of wherever you are going. It is probably best that you know you you know stay just, just stay vigilant. That's all I'm saying. Stay vigilant. Keep your keep your head on a swivel. Um, you know, make sure you're aware of your surroundings. Don't get out there and get all get all plastered uh, wherever you may go, uh, because you know you never know where you're gonna where you're gonna find yourself and in, in what you know what's uh, the the potential because life is life is different different places. Like I want to go to Europe. Uh, that I I definitely. Uh, want to do i want to go back to see where my families are from and i'm very excited about that opportunity whenever whenever that may happen uh eastern europe though isn't necessarily the uh the, the greatest greatest place uh, right now and what the carryover for uh the war in ukraine what that looks like for other places and what life is like very you know very interesting obviously with you know myself being a uh a history enthusiast and uh, with a concentration on, you know, global conflict and affairs like that. It's a, uh, it's very, very strange time in our, uh, in our geopolitical sphere right now. Yo, shout out to Tucker Carlson, by the way. It's amazing to me that a journalist was able to go to Moscow and sit down with the president uh, who is engaged in an active war, but our president can't do that. That's just crazy to me. Uh, New York Scott is back. Good. Welcome back, New York Scott. Hey, Blino. Sorry about that. I had a work call come through editing. Um, That's good. I'm glad you're working. I, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. To, occasionally, I do that. Um, no, I was talking to someone. You made a good comment yesterday about the Super Bowl. You know, I thought it stunk, man. And it's like, I don't have anything against us here, but it, it felt like... You know, everyone's just trying to go over the top. No one's original anymore. There's no new ideas. And maybe that's the problem. 
maybe I'm looking for something that doesn't exist because it felt like uh, Austin Powers meets uh, the, the worst Batman with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where his guys come out on rollerblades and they're all dressed in like the weird outfits. And then Austin Powers are in a space suit and he's all wrapped up and he can't even sit in a chair because he's like sliding out of his suit. It just is like, oh, well, we, we don't have any new ideas, so let's wrap everyone up in tinfoil and dance them out there. Oh, why dance when we can be on rollerblades? Why do that when we can hook them up to a zip line and spin them around in circles? Like, I don't know. It just, I'm losing more and more interest in these Super Bowl shows. I remember when singing, uh, and, not, and not every band had a lead singer that did something else. There was a couple that were just singers, but most of the time, if you're in a band, they're like, and you're like, oh, I can sing. They're like, can you play guitar? Can you play the drums? Can you play bass? Do you make your own music? Do you write your own song? Like, Usher does none of that. He can't mix his own music. He doesn't write his own songs. He's just, he's just a little mouthpiece for all the the, the the mainstream writers back there, you know? So Wait, so if know. Usher if Usher plays the piano, that's not an instrument? Well, I, I didn't know he played piano. No, I would take my hat off to the band then. Because, uh, you know, I'm a big Billy Joel guy, and uh, the, the vocals, the harmonica, the piano, oh, I love that every time. So, so the so the the falsetto the falsetto in um uh, um what the hell is it uh, superstar like he performed superstar uh, during the halftime show he's and he sang live too it wasn't lip sync like that was live that's why the audio quality in the beginning was a little shaky because and the man was breaking into a full scale sweat also Batman um Batman Returns was it where with the ice skaters and. Uh, in the Iceman? It's so horrible. <laughs> yeah, it is the worst one, man. And that's like my genre of growing up was uh, the one right before that. Uh, you know, because I'm a, a, a mid-80s baby is when I was born, right? Graduated in, in 04. And, uh, yeah, so that Batman Beyond or whatever and Batman Returns and uh, the whole corny line that came out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you graduated in 04? Yeah, yeah. How many kids do you have? I got three kids. I got three sons. 13, 13, 11, and uh, 10. I had uh, I had my youngest. I was 23, turning 24. Wow. I've been with my with my wife for for 17 years now. We uh, shoot. You think I was young? She was 19. I was 23. That was the motivating cause that got my life on track. To be honest with you, is like. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're. you're, 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 you're you gotta you start having a kid you know that's a, that's a big that's a big gear shift right there that's that's a that's a new we're getting into a new gear uh, of life when you start to bring in uh chill that's crazy new york scott i'm only two years younger yeah. than you i know i know you're, you're not doing big things like me bro it's, it's okay you'll be you'll get there uh and you say that's a big life shift i know plenty of kids i grew up with that that are still bums uh like they were in late high school to to graduate and uh, that had kids and they didn't do anything different with their life. They still sit on their couch and they play 12 hours of video games and work a part-time job and are not motivated and don't do nothing and would rather just sit there and collect a check and, and, and you know, provide the bare minimum. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that's a... a is that what you think of me, Scott? Is that is that what you think of me? More responsible. No, I think you're a good guy, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just taking some shots at you, bro. You cut me off on the line, give me two minutes, airplay, you know, Throw me into a break? No, I'm just I'm just playing with you, boy. You know, I don't think anything negative of you. Man, uh, this guy thinks I'm a I couch think, potato. I think. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I know. Call me the Matt Patricia of the Lions. Is, this is crazy right now. 
Don't, don't take it out of context. Don't get all butthurt on me, Bellino. You, you, you're not soft like that. Come on. Don't don't get all uh, teary-eyed. I got Kleenex uh, over here I right now, Scott. <laughs> no, I personally know people that had not, it, it didn't change their life course. Oh, I had a kid and they don't take care of the kid. They do this. They, you know every deadbeat in the world like it. Yeah. If you're a deadbeat, you're a deadbeat. It's not going to change because you had a kid. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're a deadbeat specifically or people that have kids or don't have kids are dead. Like, it's a personal mind state, right? So, anyway, you got me down this whole sidetrack, Bellino. No, you don't have enough time to talk about the Super Bowl now. I mean, you spent all this time complaining about Usher's vocal talent and going to Mexico, and now all of a sudden we got to hit the break again. You couch potato, Scott, you bum. Get your life on track. We're back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. A crucial week for Michigan State's men's basketball team. Road games, two of them. And as Tom Izzo says, offense doesn't travel nearly as well as defense does. And Michigan State's going to need some offense, one would think, to win at Penn State on Wednesday night. And who knows what will be required Saturday night when the Spartans play at Michigan. The Spartans easily beat both those teams in the Breslin Center, but it's been different on the road where Michigan State has just one conference road victory so far. Will there be any momentum off the eight-point win over Illinois this past Saturday, arguably Michigan State's best win of the season against a team ranked number 10? But going on the road is the big key to the Spartans' hopes this week. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with the Winter Escape Giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the Winter Escape Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. It's great to have you ride along with us, no matter who, you know, I already said all that. Got a lot of messages coming in here. Uh, my buddy says New York Scott is gold. LOL. Uh, yeah. Uh, this guy just called me the Matt Patricia of the Lions. That's crazy. You know, it's interesting. I heard this uh, just now coming through my headphones. This is for you, you, my number one. This is for you, you, my number one. Tell me that's not vocal talent. Tell me that's not vocal talent. You know, I got GB Ritz agreeing with me 
on the Usher halftime show. Like, get over the roller skates part. Like, this is not Batman, which whichever Batman that was with Mr. Freeze. Or the Iceman, whatever he was. And they had uh, Uma Thurman played, uh, what was it, Green Ivy? Uh, Danny DeVito, was Danny DeVito in that? I don't know. No, Danny DeVito was in the second one as the Penguin. Second one, well, is that the first one as the Penguin? Was when, it? When no. M- Michael Keaton was, uh, Michael Keaton was Batman? Yeah, Michael Keaton was. I I think he was. Uh, Danny DeVito was Batman Returns. The second. And, and is it Schwarzenegger in that? No, 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 no. That was later on. That was oh. Batman Beyond, I think. But you're probably right. But I, I I know the film. He's talking about they got like the hockey sticks and they're skating around. Like I, it's yeah. our era. Like I get it. You know, Usher coming out roller skates. What's interesting is a buddy of mine, uh, my barber, actually. Uh, he was in Las Vegas and saw Usher perform live. He went to the concert. His wife, God bless her, Sarah. They are the ones that I married as an ordained minister of God, might I add. <clears throat> in case you you know need some blessings, I'm here for you, my flock. Anyways, the, the, the these are the two that I, I married a couple of years ago. And as you know, had to go to a pilgrimage in Tampa. And, uh, you know, long, long process. But now as an ordained man of God, it is a uh, what, what a what a blessing and responsibility. I might add. Now, anyways, back to the story. They go to see him because she's a huge fan. And, you know, he's the the lovable character that he is. He takes his beautiful wife to go see Usher. And they're in Las Vegas. They're at the Venetian. They're at Tao doing the day clubs. They got the pool going. They got the bottle service. These two. God bless him. He's about as rico suave as it gets. And he cuts everybody's hair. Everybody that everybody who knows everybody, he is the barber. Right? Sharp as attack. Whereas these uh like these silk Cuban shirts. I mean, the guy, you just look at him, it's just like, wow, look at that guy, right? He definitely knows Juan Soto. And so he takes his wife to this Usher concert. And we're sitting there watching the Super Bowl together on Sunday night. And he was talking about during the concert, we were, we were placing bets. Like, I thought for sure um, that he was going to go with my boo. We had Superstar uh, was on the list. We had, yeah, was on the list. Like, that was going to happen. Um, Will I Am, that was going to have that, that, that song with him. Like, that was definitely going to happen. Let's uh, see Ludacris come out, her playing the guitar. Jermaine Dupri dressed as one of the uh, lollipop kids. I thought that, that that was pretty interesting. If you remember the lollipop kids for the Wizard of Oz, that's how Jermaine Dupree walked out on that stage. But he was telling us, like, yeah, during his concert, they had people roller skating. He's, he's describing everything. And I'm thinking to myself, as, the, as this halftime show is happening, like, wait a minute. I was like, is this like the concert? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. If he's already doing a show in Las Vegas, it's already built in. You have all your dancers. You have all the people you need. Plus, you're bringing out all of these other artists in Alicia Keys. I mean, hasn't aged a bit. Holy smokes. Alicia Keys walked out there. Woo. I thought that embrace was probably a little too much. If I was Alicia Keys' husband, Swiss Beats, I would add some questions there. But they're artists and, you know, whatever. And it's for show, I guess. I guess. I'm, I might still raise some questions about that. But even GB Ritz agrees that that was a hell of a halftime show. The guy, the guy's an incredible vocal talent, and for a majority of us, like eighty-seven oh one comes out in you know, roughly two thousand one, two thousand two, like that era. 
So that covers basically everybody that was in high school uh, at, at any point between like 95 and 2005, everybody younger than them and everybody about 10 to 15 years older than them. Like that's a massive, I mean, we're talking about, I would say roughly, well, an entire generation, if a generation's 20 years, uh, maybe like maybe a quarter century of people knew of his music, know of his music, like that we're talking about a guy that's got some longevity here, people. I had said like that, that to me, that's why it was a home run is because it wasn't so like niche, you know, it wasn't so like Taylor Swift is going to do like her songs and I'm not going to watch, like, I don't need to watch that because I don't really care for it, but that's just me personally. You know, when they did the Super Bowl in LA, of course they had Dr. Dre. Of course they had Snoop Dogg. Of course they brought out Kendrick Lamar. Like they were bringing out LA artists. That was more niche to people that liked that West Coast uh, hip hop era that, you know, grew up in the, you know, 80s to 90s, 90s to 2000s. Right. There was more of that there for, and I could understand why some people, you know, didn't, they, they don't like rap music. Like, that's fine. I don't know how anybody, like, you cannot like rap. That's fine. You cannot like rock music. That's fine too. I don't, that, 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 you cannot like pop music. Like, whatever. This person's only talented because they can play an instrument. That's fine. I don't know how you don't like R&B. I, that's what I'll, I'll never understand, like, how people, can't hear R&B music and immediately be in the mood. Might have to do X's and bros after dark. Like, how, how does that happen? Like, do you not have a pulse? Is your blood pumping? Does your heart work? Like, are you okay over there? Do you need assistance? Like, just, you know, what, what's going on? Like, how, could, how, how do you not like Usher? Like, that, that, to me, was crazy. And, and GB Ritz is not, he is not the demographic they were shooting for there. But even even GB Ritz liked Usher. George Clooney was Batman with the ice skating. Oh, George Clooney. Let's get to Freddie, who's on the line. Freddie, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Oh, that was bad. Oh, man. That was for Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. That's what, that's what I was doing. <clears throat> How are you, A.B.? I was good until that happened. Now I'm 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 I don't know whether to whether or not to oh, look up the up. song or not or just to let it let it go. I don't really know. Oh, shut up! I'll do better next time. Don't act like don't act like you don't slip up and make mistakes. No, oh, every day, every day. Yeah, I know you do. I know I listen to him all the time. Absolutely, I listen to him all the time. Oh, you probably hey, uh, loved Tony Romo, didn't you? You know, Tony Romo doesn't bother me as much as everybody. I, I just. I just think, I just think people in that business we can't stand them because of how much money it makes. It's just that's just what it is. Okay, you know, so I'll so I'll play this for you. I'll play this for you. Listen to this. This is with twelve seconds remaining in overtime. Chiefs have the ball first and goal at the three yard line. You move to the second quarter. That's right. Because I can only see people out there being like, "What's going on?" First and goal. Mahomes plays it. It's there. Hartman. What are you? What are you talking about? They're at the line of scrimmage. Shut up! Like let Nance yeah, let, let Nance set the scene, and they say, "Oh, Super Bowl!" Like just just mute him, mute him, mute his mic. That's a that's a difference. That's a difference between guys like you and I. See, I go to a restaurant. My family can't stand going with me because I know every little thing a waitress does or doesn't do, 
or, or, or whatever. I, I know this at all because I'm an expert in the restaurant business. So you, that's your, this is your profession. I don't watch a game. I don't pay attention to you guys. I don't, I, I don't, unless they absolutely make a big mistake. I don't pay attention to these guys. They don't, they, I, what I hear when I watch and listen to a game, I listen for the voice. I don't listen to the commentary because I'm watching the game. So when someone has a great voice like Kevin Harlan, you know, um, uh, then you, then you listen to the voice, but you're not really, I'm not listening to everything because that's your guys' profession. So that's why I like to listen to the radio a lot more because you're actually listening to the person versus watching with your eyes on TV. So that stuff doesn't bother me. But when you take me to a restaurant, forget it. I am, no one's a bigger critic than me. I, I can spot things out from before I even walk to the door. I already spotted it out. That's how I am. So, um, I wanted to, uh, first of all, first of all, I, I saw an X when you go to work later on, there's, there's going to be a lot of donuts. Well, hold on, hold on. We got to hit the break. I, hold on. We got to hit the break. We'll be right back with more X and bros after this Michigan sports network. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks Fuel Rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Ten cents to one dollar off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here, X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Let's get right back to Freddie. Good morning, Freddie. Welcome back. Just to, just to be clear, I your I told your producer if anybody else comes on, put them on first. Anybody else come on? Just you. I I said yeah, just no, you, you you hold on. We hold on to Freddie. He's waiting through the break. I we know, hold on to Freddie. I know, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure because I don't want to take anybody else's. Space. You know, some so, guy was coming after you, Freddie. Uh, they sent me a Facebook message, and they and I said, look, man. I said, if you have a grievance, call the number. Don't don't send me a Facebook message. Call the number. He's like, well, bye bye. I was like, call the number. How long, how long? What number? Your number or my number? No, my number. 866-838-HUGE. 866-838-4843. If you got a problem, call the number. Let's talk about it. Don't just sit behind your keyboard and type. That's no fun. Yeah. 
Set the alarm, honey. Yeah. I, um, the, um, what do you call it? Any kind of grievance that you could tell me about? I mean, what, what should I know? I like, I like to know the juicy I'll, stuff. I'll send you a screenshot. What, what, what did I do to make him mad? Um, he, oh, okay. he I, apparently doesn't like your takes. Oh, yeah, but the problem with my the, the problem with my takes is they're usually right. Oh, here we go. Sometimes, well, no, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they're not right, like um, at the moment, but they end up they end up being right. You know, and, you got a lot riding on Zach Wilson. Not Zach Wilson because Zach is surprise a lot of you guys. I he hope really so. Is. Yeah, he's gonna surprise a lot of people. The, the Jets did him wrong, and then and, uh, he's gonna be good. He's gonna he's gonna do a good job. He's gonna be fine. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. most of my takes are right. It's like it's like this. I like I see a lot of my people I like on social media now. The last two days since the Super Bowl, uh, they, there's a, they're, they're sending a picture of Dan Campbell right uh, on social media at, laughing at um, San Francisco for taking field goals, and I thought, hmm, what about what about the end of regular, regular uh, the end of the fourth quarter, okay? And Kansas City was, I believe, within a ten yard line, and instead of going for it, what the, the win the game? What they do? They tied the game with a field goal, and they end up winning the game. So, yeah, I, but that that's yeah, all that's all I, that's all situational though, because they know if you push that to overtime, they're winning. They know that. They know at that moment, San Francisco can't stop their offense. Oh, what about when Dan Campbell had a chance to tie it at 27? He went for it and then tie it at 27. Well, he was I chasing. Mean, I think the, he was. The, cha- I personally think he was chasing the points there from the first go around. No, 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 no. What he was doing was what, what, what Michael Lombardi exactly said. And what I thought is he regretted not going for it before halftime. It ate him up during halftime. Someone said something to him. He goes, yep, you're right. It ate me up. He's like, I don't care what it is. We're going for it. And listen. He, he can do whatever he wants to do. He's great. I love him. We want him here. But I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if you don't like my take. I'm telling you, he was he. His mind was made up in that interview when he came out at halftime. And the the more the pressure in the games, the the more the more you you, you can't be reckless. You just can't. So that's just my opinion. But I could really I called for um, the um, I really want you to break it down first because. I didn't see a lot of it, but the golf tournament in Arizona was just Oh, correct. my God. <laughs> and I'll just, before I give you my take on the president, I forgot his name now, Zach. Um, oh, why is it driving? Why am I uh, drawing a blank? The, Zach Johnson. The uh, Ryder Cup. Zach Johnson. There you go. Um, I saw a lot of, first of all, before I get to him, I want you to talk about how many people were stumbling around. I mean, did they run out of beer in Arizona? What serious? an absolute disgrace. That is and, – and look, I'm not going Shooter McGavin, right? I'm not – like, this is a country club. Like, I go out and play golf. You know, do I dress appropriately? Yes. Do I have my speaker going? Yes. Are we, are we having fun? Whatever that fun entails. Uh, you don't have to drink alcohol to have fun. That's a giant misconception that's hammered into our minds as young people – that we have to drink ourselves into oblivion in order to have a good time. And what that creates is a society and a culture of binge drinking where kids that 
you know, they start experimenting when they're younger. They get a little wild. They get a little reckless. They get on college campuses. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to behave. They start to get wasted. It's not explained to them when they're kids. This is why Europeans don't have drinking problems. They don't. Like, Europeans can handle their alcohol. And there's a difference between a drinking problem, like I got to have alcohol to function, and being able to handle it. Like, there is someone who is close in my life who has been around me for a very long time that I will not, when in town, I will not meet up with. I'm not going out to dinner. I'm not doing anything, right? I'm sorry when when I'm out in your area of the country, like I'm not like I'm not doing it because I'm not going to handle, I'm not going to deal with somebody who can't handle their, their alcohol. Like if you, if you drink and you turn into uh, a circus clown, I want no part of it. Like, and that's just, that's just the way that yeah. it is. And I can drink, like I can handle my alcohol. Like I'm, I'm not afraid to sit down and have a couple of cocktails at dinner. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to act in a way that is uh, reckless, obnoxious. And that's what we saw at the Waste Management. We saw a bunch of people that took a good thing that the PGA Tour had, their one event that wasn't as stuffy as some of the other events, and you watch these reckless heathens act like a bunch of idiots because they don't know how to handle their booze. All right, the Scottsdale, Phoenix, awesome area. Um, You know, very wealthy area. The downtown scene is electric. You know, the, they're, they're, but they're party animals. Like, they're, it's West Coast. Yeah, it's very free-spirited. Like, they're party animals. That's what they want to do. And it looked like a frat party out there, and that's not what the tour wants. They took a really good thing. They shot themselves in the foot. What about, what about what's-his-name encouraging the, the, the scream before he made the putt? Um, uh, the Puma guy. Why am I drawing a blank today on names? Who, um, Ricky Fowler? Mr. Mr. Orange Puma. Orange Ricky Fowler. He encouraged he encouraged everybody to go crazy when he was making a putt uh, just before he was putting. And I, I thought, man, the PGA is not going to like that. Um, I don't know what you thought about that, but I saw that. And, My and guys love like, to go straight the line, okay? You know, if you if you want that, then you you raise your arms, you make some noise. If you don't want that, you could tell your caddy, like, like, hey, like, tell him to tell him to tell him to pipe down, tell him to calm down. And changes are coming. I mean, this was this was announced. Uh, as of this morning at one thirty in the morning. So that's what, uh, Phoenix time They're Are they two hours behind us or three hours? Cause they don't change their clocks. So wherever they're at, but, but, but late last night, early this morning, changes are coming in the wake of this, this, this overcrowding on the course. They had to do a suspension of both admission and alcohol sales on Saturday. The executive director of the Thunderbirds, the civic organization that hosts the Phoenix open told the golf channel that the tournament is already looking at ways to fix the issues that plagued the largest tournament on the PGA Tour this year. Quote, I think you'll see a complete operational change of how we manage really our Friday and Saturday, but the entire week, we're very proud of what we built. I think we built a tur- uh, we've been tournament of the year on the PGA Tour five of the last seven years, but we don't like what happened on Saturday. The players don't like what happened on Saturday. Our fans don't like what happened on Saturday. And so nothing is off the table. Now, uh, apparently, the waste management open leadership team spent five to six hours Saturday afternoon as fans were starting to leave, brainstorming of what they need to do and to change their security plan. They may want to change the name of that uh, from waste management just to management because <laughs> maybe they're taking the waste like literally. Um, I saw one dude just, he was wearing like an orange polo and pants and he was just staggering around on his phone and he couldn't keep his, he couldn't keep his balance and everyone was walking around him. No one was trying to help him. And that guy would have fell. He would have smashed his head up against the curb. And, uh, I just thought, man, they're just videoing him instead of trying to help him. Cause I mean, I don't know how he kept his balance. 
I mean, I, I mean, I've been, I've been stupid drunk, but man, I've, I've never walked like that. That, that was just. I mean, how many beers did he drink to get that stupid drunk? It had to be like thirty-six beers. But I, my thing was, I saw Zach Johnson. That's what piqued my interest on in all of this was, I saw Zach Johnson kind of erupt on some fans. And he goes, I'm sick of this. I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. So I'm assuming he's getting a lot of flack for losing the Ryder Cup, right? He was the, uh, I don't know what the title is. What's the title for when you're the Ryder Cup? Uh, captain. Captain. There you go, captain. So I, is, am I right, Anthony? He's taking a lot of flack for losing the Ryder Cup? Yes. Okay. So I, my theory went to this right away. If you're that... If if you're if that bothers you that much, these these golfers now make so much money, they, they really don't have to golf after they win one or two tournaments. They make so much money that they these guys might start denying being captains of Ryder Cups because they can't handle the pressure. They can't handle the losing and whatever comes with it. I'm telling you. Yeah, but the, the thing about the, the Ryder Cup, the, the captain generation. is the ca- the captain's not hitting shots. Like you're putting together the lineup. Like you you guys made the Ryder Cup team. Go win a match. Like it's not on the captain. At least in my opinion. Like oh, we didn't put the right matchup out there. These are the best golfers in the world. Like this is the best golfers in the country. And by the way, you're taking your country and taking on an entire continent. This isn't USA versus Sweden. This isn't USA versus England or Scotland or Spain or France or Deutschland, right? This is USA versus Europe, all of Europe. Like but this is nineteen forty four again. He's the but he's the captain though, just like uh, Kyle Shanahan, right? He's getting all the heat right now because apparently he didn't know the overtime rule, which you know. Well, the golfers know the rules. Okay. Yeah, well, I just I just think that the, these young golfers now make so much money they're not going to want to be captains. I just think they can't handle the pressure. You All right, lose, so that's, that's what happens. After I finish I commissioner of college football and basketball and the PGA Tour, I'll go captain the Ryder Cup team. It's not that hard, guys. Go win your matches. Well, Here's I, the deal. Who do you I want? That's the first thing I'd ask. Stand up. That's the first thing I'd ask. I would look at every player and be like, look at their list. Who do you want? Like, that's the mindset. When you're playing match play golf, like, that's what it is. Like, if you're playing, like, stroke play, you're just playing the course. And you got to get at- Oh, I think we lost Did Anthony. I lose you? I bet you're still talking to me. I can't even hear you. Yeah, I think you got disconnected. But I'm still here, Freddie. And Freddie's gone, too. All right. I, I, I can't hear you. So, if you're listening, to all the haters that hate me. Oh, I'm, I'm here, Freddie. I love you. Oh, okay. Yeah, Go Anthony's ahead. gone, but I'm here. All right. I'll hang up. No, 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 stay on with me. We got there we go. Oh, here I got we go. It. We're oh. back. We're back. We're back. I don't know what happened there. Can you hear I was, me? I was just talking to my. I was just talking to my haters as you were probably talking. So if my haters heard me, I just want you to know I love you. I just, I'm, I just have strong opinions. I'm not scared to bring up an opinion. So it, some people. And as I was going to say before the uh, before the internet rudely cut me off there. One thing I would explain to young golfers is if it's a stroke play event, you're playing the course and doesn't matter what's going on around you. All you can do is focus on your next, like your current shot that you're at in playing to the best of your abilities on that day. That's all you can worry about. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. When you're playing match play, like now you're going head to head with somebody. So it absolutely matters what the next person is doing. That's why, you know, when you win a hole and you get the tee box, like you want to send one down the middle right? You want to stripe one and then you build in that, oh my God, you know, you start to put pressure on them. That's where people start to, you know, the pipes start to crack a little bit. 
But I would ask, I would ask the guys straight up, who do you want? Like you call, call your shot. Who do you want to take on? Who, who do you think you can beat? And let them decide it. Like, all right, there's our lineup. There we go. Let's ride. And is it fair to say without offending anyone? Because I know what I what I might say might offend people. But the Europeans just wanted more. That these these golfers just make so much money that that you know. I, I mean, I, I I'm still mad when when Tiger won the Masters in 2019. Everyone out, was out there high fiving him at the end. Now I know Tiger Woods has made everybody rich. Okay, from from you name it in golf, he's made everybody rich. But I mean, you're out there high fiving, and he just beats you. <laughs> On one leg, and he just beat you, and you're high five. I see. I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, the Europeans just wanted more, and that's just the way it is. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's, you can't deny that they wanted more. Hundred percent. It's not about the money. Yeah. So I just they they we you know, Europeans just come from a different background. You know they're you know you you eat from the streets and whatever is there you eat. And if you don't, then you don't eat for the day. That's just kind of how I grew up and. Uh, and um, so I know, and I teach my kids the same way. Listen, I'm not going to show you everything. You got to figure it out yourself. Well, when you can't figure it out, then you come to me, and I'll help you figure it out. That's just the way it is. That's the way I was raised, and that's the way I'm going to raise my kids. You know, just just simple. You know, just uh, let them figure it out on their own. There's nothing wrong with that. In in the uh, in the comparison from like a basketball sense, like the European players typically way more fundamentally sound, and they grow up playing with each other. Uh, at a at a different level because of their their close proximity to other countries where you know they play on their national teams there's a there's a large emphasis on team there's a large emphasis on skill development whereas here the AAU circuit has taken over and that's why you know our national team has struggled in recent years because like yeah we have this giant conglomerate of the most talented players but we don't really know how to play well and you look at younger players you know Europeans can come in and they can be successful right away in the NBA where sometimes it takes our guys a little bit longer because the Europeans used to play in the team game and we're so individualized. Yeah. Look at my mixtape. Look at this. Look at me. Look at my social media. I'm getting recruited. I'm going to hit yeah. the transfer portal. I need $50,000 tomorrow or I'm going to transfer. Like, I, our society stinks. But that's what it is. Like, they, they are born into a different um, yeah, that, a different circumstance. That quarterback that quarterback for Georgia, I saw him on uh, X a couple weeks ago. You saw the car he got? Lamborghini Urus, baby. I'm like, I mean, are we serious? I mean, come on now. I, I, what are we doing here? But anyways, I've taken up enough time. Well, that's I, a, uh, yeah, I wanted you to you know, my Ford Edge identifies as a Lamborghini, so it doesn't matter. When you get to your next job tonight, just so you know, I, I saw that next today. There's going to be a lot of donuts sitting there for you, buddy. So you better, you better come prepared. Poochkey Day. going to be dragging. Poochkey Day. It's they, Fat they, Tuesday, baby. Ash Wednesday tomorrow. See you later, buddy. Have a, All wonderful, right, have a wonderful evening. You too. There he goes. Uh, it, it, look, Freddie raises uh, you know, a lot of good points. Mirza tweets into the show. Uh, love what you said there. Europeans do have different mentalities. It's And things shouldn't just be uh, given to them, especially where we see... You know, Giannis being Greek, uh, okay, sure he's got you know he's got his brothers on the payroll. I he's I get it, like it's fine. That doesn't bother me. Um, you know, we've seen some success with Wembenyama. He's so big that you know Tony Parker. That's what we wanted Killian Hayes to be. It didn't work out. That's fine. Uh, Manu Ginobili, uh, he is not a European, South American, right? Argentina. Uh, you look at the way that some of the like, and that's it's a societal thing. Like us here in the when we refer to the West, we're really just talking about the USA and Canada. 
Like, because nobody, nobody else on this side of the hemisphere has it as good as we have it on a day-to-day basis, right? I mean, even, even some of our most impoverished areas still have it. Better. Like, we're not looking at sheet metal roofs. We're not in a favela. We're not in a barrio. Like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different world. Like, that's why I would, uh, I would encourage everybody to travel internationally so you can see some of these things. But the Euro player, especially from the Balkan region, uh, old Yugoslavia, had it stayed one country, that right there is the world power in basketball. You know, and, you know, the, the big knock against the big man uh, from Europe was the fact that they, they played softer. They played more of a finesse game. Well, look at the direction that we've gone. Look at it. Look at the Spaniard like uh, Pau Gasol. Right. If 15 foot fadeaway, bloop, Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway, bloop, like big guys that can do a lot. And now that's kind of like the evolution of where we've gone. It's, it's crazy. By the way, what a moment during Kobe's uh, Kobe statue unveiling the, bat, the, the game that they had there um, between Kobe's daughter and Pau Gasol. I mean, that was if that if that doesn't make your eyes you know get a little stuffy, like I, I don't know uh, what will. That's all for us here on this Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place right here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here from my good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state, one in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one Glow 2 Facial Oxygen Hydration plus one Skin Vibe Treatment, the first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14, and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. Find Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. 
Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.